You're listening to the Amber Lecturer. <laughs> And welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James, who's been ready to go for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we've both been sat here, <laughs> presuming the other person was doing something else when each was waiting <laughs> on the other. Like, So he turns around, he's looking at me, he's like, come on, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm waiting on you. He's like, well, I'm waiting on you. So turns out we've been sitting here, could have been podcasting, but we weren't. We were both just doodling we around. all this classic podcasting gold. Yeah, James was randomly pulling out films from the box of them to see what we could have had and... Mm. True Romance, Fallen, They Live, and Red Dawn, the new one. So, not the worst bunch of movies, given what has come out, but because, yeah. I won't lie, I've been <laughs> I've been losing faith in this should-have-been-witty segment. It says Doom in the title. I know, but we, I thought it was like ironic. I thought it was like the Little John and Robin Hood, you know? No, no, it doomly pulled out two Chevy Chase movies in the I last think, couple of um, months. I, I'm suggesting, well, my suggestion was to James that we, we kind of, maybe sprays this out a little and have it that it's only every second week and he reckons we should suffer out the rest of the year and then yes. go from there so I, I agreed not very willingly but I agreed and we're gonna stick it out but it's just after having the what you see maybe it's because I um because I'd missed watching Teen Wolf 2 and then I said no look I'll take, take me penance and I'll watch it so this week I had to watch Teen Wolf 2 and this boy's life and yeah, one wasn't good and one was okay Fucking! I, I did look. If we get into them in a bit, um, I, did wa- I did watch another film actually um, called "Deliver Us from Evil." Did you ever hear of it? Mm. Uh, it's recent enough. I think twenty thirteen, maybe there thereabouts. Eric Bana and um, oh, this kind of Hispanic looking dude. You'd recognise him if you seen him. He's kind of generic Hispanic dude, number three in in movies. But um, supposedly based on, I, I meant to look it up and com- it completely slipped my mind to be honest. I, I did mean to look it up because it was one of these films that is sold to you as being based on a true story. But um, clearly from what you see, there's no way it's a true story. Like, you know, it's involved in possession and all this sort of crack. So, but uh, it, it, Eric Banner is a cop, uh, detective level type cop. Uh, kind of special forces so I don't know he's a street cop but he's not a cop you know he's that level above where he's in playing clothes and carrying a gun and all this sort of shit but uh, a couple of bizarre crimes all end up being linked and it, it all links back to these three lads that served together in the army and two of them are now dead one of them is the guy who's been kind of doing or suggestively getting to do stuff and he's possessed and all but he has to recruit this Hispanic dude who's a bit of an, uh, bit of a kind of fly by nice sort of priest who's a bit out there and not your typical padre okay not a bad old movie not quite I mean I, I watched it because we, we sound the ways decided we said oh we haven't watched a good horror in ages and I asked a lad I know who works on Extravision like you know could he suggest that and just he just happened to be in the shop that day and he suggested <laughs> four this. phone covers yeah he suggested and this popcorn. but um I wouldn't quite I put it more into kind of supernatural thriller than horror. More be and and I think what stop what, making up categories of films. No, but what dictates is its pace. It's it, it's fairly fast paced. There is an action type pace to it, which horror doesn't have that fast pace, and that's what makes it, in my mind, not straight up horror, but a good movie like worth a watch. I, 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 I was surprised I hadn't seen or heard of it before, like cause it wasn't a bad flick at all. Okay. Definitely uh, made up for the other two bits of shit I had to watch. Can we get this out of the way? No, no, we drag it out through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. okay, Teen Wolf 2. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we'll just dust over this and then we'll give the proper intro because, um, you know, I did give the numbers on this last week, which which was a budget of 3 million, box office of 7.9 and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 7%. Um, About 7% too high. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get now exactly what you are giving out about and saying how bad of a film it was. It started off as a generic 80s movie and I was kind of going, okay, I can put up with this. You know, there's a certain uh, level of movie that uh, you... Uh, it's a bad 80s movie. Yeah, oh no, this is what I'm saying. It started off with the feel of that, ah, this is going to be just another generic kind mm. of, you know, 80s movie. Animal House or Stripes yeah, or something along those lines. Yeah, but it quickly degenerated into... Like that, yeah, it didn't Team know what... Wolf 1 It was Team Wolf 1 mixed with elements of Rocky, mixed with elements of Animal House. And mm. it's it just... Uh, there was no bit Touch of... Touch Ferris Bueller with the Dean... Yes, and the, the the whole singing montage bit as well. The, where the three song montage. So did he go through three songs in a row? Oh God, oh Jesus! Thanks, man. I must have, I must have blacked out, and then just when I came to again, he was just wrapping up. The baby was like sliding down the lanterns and yeah, all. Yeah, there was three was three songs in a row. Just to, they ran out of dialogue in the middle of the film. And the thing that I couldn't understand was. Um, yeah, woman. You couldn't understand anything in the Teen Wolf film. Yeah, like yeah, woman, like the the nerdy love interest. Like she's getting all pissed off with him and all, but they didn't have anything. They the biology or veterinarianism. Yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is they didn't have. There was nothing there. Well, I mean, maybe it's just bad acting, but there was nothing there where no. she had any say on being upset about this guy's change in personality. Around that would have just been. Oh, I thought he was all right, but now it turns out he's a dick and walk on. Yeah. And then it's just like it, it, the the whole um the how old was the fucking dude he was fighting at the end. He was 37 good, yeah he was, he was a was good in, 40 I was out of Greece say. too <laughs> yeah, yeah and he, he was fucking old for that cast you know and then the, what was the, the thing with the, the the other teacher being a wolf as well but oddly enough what she's the only fucking werewolf that actually has a tail yeah no, none is. of the others need, no. need a tail maybe chick wolves have tails maybe so all the, all the males are bobbed yeah as I say yeah but mm. right enough time given that it was yeah a terrible fucking movie I'd give it one star only because you have to give it one mm. And it was pure dog shit. It was, it was wolf, awful. wolf shit, if you will. <laughs> right, it is that time. The movie Box of Doom. This week's movie was 1993's This Boy's Life. Oddly enough, couldn't find a budget for this anywhere. Was it? It wasn't independent or anything, was it? Not with names like De Niro and that on it. Surely not. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, the, the info was scarce yeah. and I couldn't find anything in a budget. Uh, box office was a mere 4.1. So I gotta imagine with the Nero on board, that's things operating at a loss. I can't imagine it was made for less than that. Ninety uh, three. I don't know. Um, you can get actors in if they think the film's gonna challenge them. They have some sort of weird acting role, which this was for the Nero. Yeah, it's um. So you get them in cheap. Um, Rotten Tomatoes close um on par scores between critics and users 75 for the critics and 79 for the users now while i didn't enjoy this film at all i wouldn't put it down and kind of go oh those scores are way too high this just wasn't my type of film this is exactly the sort of film i would avoid there's nothing <laughs> what 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 would you you know talking about categories what would you call this a drama yeah yeah i mean to me, that is exactly the sort of film I avoid. I, I I like action, I like comedy, I like horror, I like sci-fi. Drama just is, the, is that one category, well, with mu- and musicals, that uh, I just, I don't know, there's just nothing that a- appeals to me about them. They're generally 
dramatic <laughs> and um, no way. and 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 rarely mm. up b or anything like that and am i right in saying was was this with the little write-ups at the end was this based on a true story or yeah the the young lad's gone on to become an author tobias wolf right and it's his autobiography so he was yeah because i seen at the end yeah he, he got kicked out of that hill prep yeah. school and then and served in the army in nam and came back yeah, and it works dwight lived on for until the year before the film was made then he died in concrete washington yeah, he was still there yeah, yeah. Par- part of the, the the furniture as they yeah. say badly shooting and giving out yeah and abusing people no like i mean as i say th- there was nothing that i would say about the film i wouldn't kind of go you know the acting was grand you know the dialogue was all fine how it all played out was fine but it's just not my cup of tea and as such it was torture for me to sit through it took two sittings <laughs> and really wasn't great at all um they, they just did you spot anybody else in it any names who uh, are Maguire. Names? yeah toby Maguire. Yeah, and supposedly and i didn't see it i have to assume it was the younger sister um it was elijah dusku yeah was that the younger sister? I, I yes. couldn't see it in it. Maybe because she wasn't putting on that I'm double hard scowl on her face <laughs> through the whole thing. But uh, I, I couldn't see it at all. I had seen between sitting number one and sitting number two, I had looked through some of the bits and pieces on it and I seen Elijah Dusky's name and Toby Maguire's. And I was kind of going, well, I definitely hadn't seen Toby Maguire at that point because he was kind of later in the film. But I, I couldn't place, even in the second half of them watching, I couldn't place Elijah Dusky. So I had to just assume it was the sister. It was with the younger sister. But uh, yeah, like I say, just I was just a bit disappointed he didn't actually kill the Nero. That like you know when he'd watched that little television segment about the young one getting off and the court case and what have you from yeah. killing the father. But it's a true life story, it's not. Yeah, but at film. that point it was only when I got the write-ups at the end that I had, mm-hmm. I actually realised <laughs> there was actually you know yeah. semi autobiographical. That's how he thought about killing him, but then didn't. Yeah. Now it wasn't bad, and uh, apparently this was the movie that um put. Um, the DiCaprio on Scorsese's radar it was De Niro went to Scorsese and said oh, you got to check this kid out apparently alright fair enough that, the rest as they say is history yeah. he didn't go and say you got to check this kid out about Tobey Maguire no Sam Raimi just <laughs> found him somewhere down wandering down the street looking all cardboard and shit and kind of yeah he'll do a couple of bad fucking comic book adaptations yeah don't like Tobey Maguire no no do mate. without him I enjoyed him in the first Spider-Man because I did think he kind of, you know, he, he pulled off the whole insecure, shouldn't be outgoing sort of nerdy kid. But, you know, by the second and third one, it was, you just realised, no, he's actually just cardboard. That he wasn't is. that wasn't acting. That was him just being yeah, when you see him no personality. Up against somebody of his age like DiCaprio. Like yeah. DiCaprio can outact him any day. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it. I've seen a joke online today and it was... Um, Something about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has a has a son and he calls him Oscar, and uh, when the doctor's handing over handing it over to him, he, he's like, no, no, no. As we rehearsed, and he's like, okay, <laughs> the Oscar goes to as he's handing over the baby, <laughs> like you know, because it's, it's a bit of a long running joke that like, you know, he's just ne- he's destined. He's the guy who should have got an Oscar many many times, yeah, but like, uh, has never got a look in. Pacino didn't win till the early nineties for Scent of a Woman, but. Oh ripped through the 70s with the godfather and yeah, uh, all the all the, the big yeah, names dog day afternoon he's brilliant yeah but DiCaprio, i mean and he got uh, his ooh on yeah oh margaritas but yeah but DiCaprio, like you say he has he's just been in so many good movies yeah DiCaprio, though i mean he's been in a shitload of stuff but i don't get this whole uh, oscar snub thing because you know i mean i wouldn't say he's been that great in anything he's been in a lot of really good movies but 
Is it because of him or were they just good movies? Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. But it, do, it does seem like that there have been less wordy winners, yes. let's put it that way, as the years have gone on. Well, there is. Like, somebody catches fire that year or people think this film is awesome. Yeah. But that crappy boyhood film should never have won an Oscar. It was yeah. boring as hell. Was it? Yeah. It I, was. I never, yeah well, I the length of it put me four off. Four hours long. I'm yeah. not watching it all. Yeah, the length of it, I just looked at that and I went, no, I, I couldn't. That, no. That's an endurance test. That, that's not a fucking movie. It's not in there, is it? Of course it's As in he there. taps the box of the home. Um, yeah. I, yeah, enjoy, so I enjoy this film. I like uh, these kind of films. Like They have to be well made. This yeah. one was. Yeah, but I it, mean, a, a credit to the acting was you fucking hated De Niro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He was. You were just like, oh. And I know, and it, it did seem, he seemed very, I'd say, from would, what I would imagine, was very on the money of a typical backwater would, town boondock kind of guy. You could have seen people like that. Like, life hasn't worked out for them or that hasn't been worked out the way they thought it should have. Yeah, so they're begrudging everybody yeah, they else. they hate everybody. Yeah. Putting down everybody they see and their, even their own kids, not helping their their, their kids do get well. Get on, yeah. It's like, yeah, if I didn't get, get out of the fucking shit heap, you ain't getting yeah. out of it. No, it no. was. I mean, like I say, it was... It w- I, I could appreciate it for what it was, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. So yeah. as such, I let you rate it because I'm not going to bring it down. I would say around a, a six. It, it should have been longer. Okay. They, you reckon? Yeah, they kind of rushed through like how much of a dick De Niro was. You knew he was a dick, but like there, w- there was a lot of back and forth. Like he was near two hours long. Then how much more did you want? And about another half hour. Oh no! Could yeah. definitely couldn't have done that. I definitely would have been rating it <laughs> low then. No, I thought it was okay at the two hours. It was manageable. There was definitely. I, I get what you're saying. Though. There was. I mean, I never like it in films. When you get this six months later, two years later, you do get the feel of that. They're yeah. just trying to feed you the story as quickly as they can. I, I don't like I that. Give it. That boyhood film was grand for that. Like, you got to catch up on them every year yeah. for every six months. I mean, I would nearly argue to do that once in a film is fine. Go away and come back. Oh, yes, it's two years later or it's six years yeah. later or something. But I think intermittently, maybe three times in that film, you got you got time hops, like, where you're just kind of going. Like, was what happened in this bit really significant enough to warrant putting it in, or could you not have just jumped forward to the next bit and, and drag that out a bit more, like you say? Yeah. But we call have. it six stars, yeah? Okay. And stick your mitt into that box and please pull out something a bit better. I'm losing all fucking faith in this. <laughs> oh, God. This maniacal laugh. This <laughs> chuckle. Alright, need a car and a truck. Mad Max? No. Oh. Smokey and the Bandit 3. Oh, did we not pull that already? I don't know. Hang on, give me two seconds. Yeah, we've got to check this I out. I think we did. We definitely had one of the later ones, and mm. I think Burt Reynolds was in too. And that's what's making me yeah, think this, we... This could have been before we printed out all the, the films. Hang on, just give me one second. Yes, we did. Okay. Woo! I ended up in the hospital a few days after we watched this. So I'm not watching it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a week long stint in the hospital after <laughs> watching this thing. Yeah, smoking about the tree. Yeah, we definitely did. So. Yeah, it's nothing to do with Darren's house being damp and no. growing no, weird no, plants. No, no, no. Or eating out of follies. Okay, second attempt. Yeah, uh, Liam Neeson. Christina. Yeah, that's Re- not Christina a Ricci. Oh, she's dead on a slab or something. Yes. Uh, Afterlife or yes. is that what it's called that's what it's called yeah I've never seen this I've yeah, at least you get some reachy tit in it from what I do. understand so is this pre or post breast reduction 
They're still fairly big. Yeah, I don't know. That's always, to me, that's sacrilegious. So breast reduction, I ask you. Come on, the fuck. Oh, could I get a penis reduction, please, doctor? It's just too big. I'm getting the magnifying glass out. Yeah, you know, fuck's sake, breast reduction. Um, yeah, this was another one of these that flew completely under my radar. And I, I don't know, I, I know I know about it now because I came across it one time and I think I downloaded it and never got around to watching it. But All right, Well, now you have to. Yeah, she's... Leeson is a coroner or something like that and she's on the slab but for some yeah. reason or other he's talking to her or trying to solve a murder or something this with is her all or stuff or we'll talk about next week okay. after you watch the film but uh, am I right I'm on the right yeah, something have like you that. seen this uh, yeah it was one of those films you're not really watching right I got you half paying attention okay cool so uh, Afterlife yes that'll do or right. After Dot Life as the oh, okay. title is for whatever reason right fair enough maybe that's just a typo well, um, so I don't make them. Right, that'll do. Right, you're going to rob a fast food takeaway. When? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I thought we were getting a plan together. <laughs> what sort of weapon do you use? Your ideal fast food. Am I trying two, to? Uh, two a.m. I'm obviously not looking to rob food. I'm looking to rob the money, the tails. I want yes. the, the contents of the register. Right, running in. Give me six nuggets and an extra sauce. Yeah. No, um, no, not, not, not that sauce. Yeah, yeah, not that curry. Nobody takes curry. Give me like sweet and sour or something. Um, I, I gotta assume knife or gun. Where, where, what country are we talking? Tala. Oh, okay, Ireland. <laughs> knife or hammer. All right. No, I'll give you three more guesses. <sighs> Would this is this a weapon? Yes. Right. No, I mean, bear in mind you could wield a pillow as a weapon. Is this a weapon? Narrow oh, yeah. down. Yeah, this is a weapon. Okay, baseball bat. No. Crowbar. No. Uh, last guess. Uh. One of the trays off the counter. <laughs> no. Right. Two men ran into a takeaway in Tallad the other night at 2.20 uh, in the morning. Okay. One wielding a running chainsaw. Whoa. That's commitment. It is. Fucking hell. <laughs> and that, you know, the thing about that is, that has to shit your pants factor. Because I don't care, unless you're reared by lumberjacks, the fucking sound of a running chainsaw <laughs> is enough to make the hardest man douse his drawers. Let alone if it's waved at you or in a threatening manner of give us the nuggets or you're getting yeah. this in the face. Like if somebody has a knife, you can fight back with a, a thing of hot oil. But somebody's <laughs> weep, swinging a chainsaw. What are you, medieval? <laughs> you're in a chipper. What do you have in front of you? How are you going to get it in? Well, scoop it out, palms full of hot oil. I don't know. You take the chips straight out of hot oil and fuck them at somebody. <laughs> it's going to hurt. A face full of chips. Um, fucking hell. Like, but I got to imagine, are you standing there while they go through all, whatever, six or eight tills? Or are you just getting the contents of one? And are people queuing up behind you as you stand there? <laughs> You know, the, uh, chainsaws always seem to be highly unreliable when it comes to use as weapons. They yeah. always seem to cut out at the wrong time and need starting <laughs> again. And uh, fucking hell, what uh, uh, was this a McDonald's or no? Uh, just a takeaway then. Oh, uh, old right. bond. Oh, okay, just a uh, chipper. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I'm oh, sorry, I was picturing like a McDonald's. Okay, yeah. So because I was going to say, what the fuck's a McDonald's doing open at like twenty? Excuse me, twenty past two in the morning. There's two or three in the suburbs 24 McDonald's yeah but uh, am I mist- I could be because I've never gone to one at that hour but I would have imagined it was just like the drive through at that no, hour no no you can go in and sit down really yeah wow I've gone in and sat up. down that's weird several times uh, without a chainsaw yes <laughs> I leave the chainsaw hey, in the car is no that room. it or not the uh, guards are looking for two men 
And yeah. a chainsaw. Yeah. And the cash register and a sub of cash were recovered. They took the cha- cash register as well. Yeah. They chainsawed it off the counter more than likely. Yeah, I gotta imagine that there's easier ways to get money than yeah. the, the fucking... Yeah, in that instance, you gotta imagine they have perfect access to hot oil right in front of them. You do. You just get a cup or something, you go, yeah, yeah, just uh, opening the till for you now, here you go, have a bit of this! <laughs> Throw a fucking cup of fucking dirty chip fat in their face. Yeah. Turns out they're in with the chainsaw and the f- full face guard as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like one of those, yeah, full the, eye protectors. The plastic fucking yeah, the, the welding. Yeah, yeah, it's like a welder's mask, but clear plastic. That's, mm. um that's like i say that that's a weapon of choice right there whereas in it has that shit your pants factor to it for mm-hmm. sure i mean i say somebody wielding a gun would be there would be the element of it being surreal somebody wielding a knife well if you step like two take two three steps yeah, back you, you, you're out you move back back from the counter you're out yeah. of harm's way he can swipe all you want yeah. unless he's coming over the counter at which time but most he, chipper counters are oh, they're pretty high four, they're five, five, four, four or five foot high yeah so you have that opportunity as he's going to come over, you just push him back. Yeah, he's coming over uh, like a high jumper. He's coming over face first and backwards yeah. <laughs> into the oil. Now, he deserves every fucking penny if he can do that while wielding a chainsaw. He deserves every penny. <laughs> but um, yeah, but the chainsaw, like I say, it definitely just has that. Holy yeah. fucking shit. This, is a, this guy's got a chainsaw yeah. to it. Yeah, you're, you're standing in the thing. It's a bit quiet. Yeah, you're actually oh, giving oh, them the oh, money out of your wallet as well. Yeah. I'm just going to go, hang yeah. on, we haven't got enough here now. Let's get a whip round going. Before they even get in the shop, what's that noise? Shit, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, make, make, wait. Don't go in there. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's go. As you give, give us all. We can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. Give us all you cut off that chainsaw. <laughs> I can't hear you. As soon as you cut it off, face full of grease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or it's boys a lot of extension leads. You've got to like, get an electric one out of Aldi or something. <laughs> They're going along. That is. Um, that's like using a hatchet to pair a pencil. That seems a little bit excessive. <laughs> I have to imagine if you went in there, even just wielding a fucking hammer or a baseball yeah. bat, you probably could have demanded the money and they would have given it to you. They would. Like Mick and Anto. Let's go to the shed. We go down and rub the chipper. We have a hammer, of an axe. There's Dad's chainsaw. Um, I mean, okay. He was down in Aldi a couple of Granted, weeks ago. Granted, 2.20 in the morning, you know, there's not a whole lot of people around. But did nobody spot two buzzers walking down the road with a fucking chainsaw and notify the authorities? <laughs> you know, I'm off the other in a gym bag. Yeah, just off yeah. to the gym, officer. Yeah, yeah. don't worry about us. Yeah, in the bag, rumbling in his fucking hand. Wow, that is um yeah, I'd hand over the money. Yeah. For sure. I definitely would I think yeah, chainsaw a deal for mm. me. But at that hour of the night, like if middle of the night chipper, you gotta be what, thirty quid in the register, the rest's you dump out every half hour. You'd gotta think at twenty past two, yeah, they're coming they they've gotta be close to wrapping up. Mm. But even so, you you dump out your money every twenty minutes, half hour. Yeah. I would I would say that well I, I remember like the last time I worked in anything that remotely resembled retail you had these little kind of pods, kind of like oversized Kinder mm. Eggs. Exhibit A. Yes. Um, and Normal-sized Kinder Egg. I, I can't remember how much it was, but like if you, anything from I think 50 quid up, you, you rolled up, stuck in the one days, and there was a, it was a little drop thing into the ground that was a safe in the ground. So you just dropped it into this thing. Once it went in, that was it. It was gone. And then, like, you know, Monday morning or whatever, I'd come in, I'd take all these out, cash up for the week and what have you. But I gotta imagine it's a similar situation. Drop it into a hollowed yeah. out potato and put it in with the rest <laughs> of the bags of potatoes, like, and so they never find it. Hmm. This something taxi drivers definitely do not do. Like you're working in the middle of the night, 
empty out your wallet apart from a couple of quid yeah. and uh, the rest goes into your shoe maybe okay maybe definitely definitely not something they do but you, it would make sense yeah because again it was, I, I always remember you saying it to me and I would have never given this any kind of malicious thought as to if somebody gets into a taxi the usual small talk you know or the weather okay you're working nights so the weather doesn't really come into it and the other then the question that follows is oh are you out long or are you working long yeah. and to me that's just idle chit chat but as you pointed out one time and it makes perfect sense they're more or less saying how much money have you got on you that's it are you out long and are you busy yeah. oh you've been out for hours have been flying flat out haven't yeah. stopped actually done two runs to Cork yeah. that's grand here's me chainsaw give me a minute yeah yeah hang on a minute can I, that bag I put in the boot can I just yeah. get it out yeah so you're, you're parked up he's the boot open <laughs> I wonder what he's doing back there <laughs> oh wait hang on yeah, I know exactly what he's fucking doing now if you go yeah it's, that would make me hand over the cash for sure it would uh, something else we handed over the cash for was a couple of tickets to see some cancerous bats we did we got ourselves booked up um, again it's one of these situations where Ireland has shit out on attendance records and bands have just kind of stopped coming well the smaller bands uh, so Cancer Bats once again are touring as did Rise Against earlier in the year and they're not coming to Ireland no so we are forced to board a plane once again to the merry old United Kingdom uh, to none other than Manchester yeah the Cancer Bats were good enough to do a Saturday night in Manchester as yeah. opposed to a Tuesday in Manchester and Saturday night in Plymouth or some shithole yeah, it's um, the, it's it's a big tour too. There, was, there must have been about twelve dates on that, ten, twelve dates on that UK tour. I suppose if you, oh, if you're there, yeah, you, from Canada. Yeah, if you're there, you got yeah, you're gonna put in the. the I see. That's why I have to say, as much as it kind of pisses me off to have to do this to get to see a band, I want to say, you can't blame them not coming over here. Like you know, no. they land in England with their equipment. They can do ten or twelve dates. If each one only sells two hundred tickets, you know, if there's ten dates, they've still sold two thousand tickets. They come here, they'd probably be lucky to just sell the 200 tickets. Yeah, in so, downstairs in the academy. Yeah, and that's it. There's no option to go anywhere else. Okay, you probably they probably could do Belfast or Cork or something like that, but it's unlikely. Yeah. So, so therefore, you know, we have put our hands in our pockets. Um, it was a bit of an ordeal, though, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was like, yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah, we, Ryanair, the website, crashed on us first <laughs> of all, and so then we got back into that and got our flights booked. Then... Went in, booked the tickets for the Cantabats, which we found out then it's shipping tickets only. And the Hungry Bastards wanted 50, 50 pence short of the price of a ticket in order to post the tickets to you. So we said, fuck off. And uh, James's sister lives we, in England. We moved to England. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we moved to England, which was cheaper. You know, James's sister lives in England. So uh, we, we were going to get them posted to her. And then for some peculiar reason, it was rejecting... Yeah. me You're putting not getting it, around this yeah it was rejecting me putting it through even though i have a Ticketmaster account and a credit card hooked up and also we ended up then having to get back on the james's scissors and say um not only mm. can we have them posted to you but can you book them for us uh mm. which she did this will be our second trip to england to see the cancer bats yeah birmingham um, the first time was it yeah march 10th 2013 was it that soon i would have thought longer no that soon oh that's okay and then May, May 30th the same year they made it over to oh we did we seen them here as well then downstairs in the academy and too this wasn't my 8th time seeing the cancer bats yeah possibly my 6th I think yeah we'll be up there as well yeah 
it's um because that was the first thing when I said it to Louise about it. She's like, like "Have you seen them like four or five times?" I was like, "Yep, <laughs> still not enough." <laughs> Probably, I have to say, well, that's in consistent seven years. That's not bad. Yeah, I know we put in the grind. I, I think at this stage we've have some sort of loyalty card where you a free <laughs> cancer bats ticket or something like that, or at least reimbursement for the fucking postage <laughs> of it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I have to say they are consistently one of the best live bands I've seen. Yeah, that they. It never seems pre-rehearsed a la Green Day, the way they went down that route where you kind of felt like you were just getting a cookie-cutter yeah, show. same show, night after I mean, night. we've seen them play to as few as, you know, we estimated it was about 30 people, including the band and the bar staff, in a venue <laughs> one night, and they played <laughs> like they were playing to 30,000. Like, they still absolutely smashed it. Like, it was a, it was a brilliant gig. It was. Um, mm-hmm. Which, again, to me, just shows the pedigree of them that they're in it for the love of it. They're playing... If they wouldn't. I don't think they'd care if they were playing in your sitting room. I'd say they'd play the same way as if they were playing mm. fucking Wembley. Like that's it. I went to see Down two nights in a row back in two thousand and nine. I remember that. And Static X supported them both nights. Same show, same order, same chick on stage doing the same jokes at the same at the same point in the show. There, I seen you guys last night. Oh, really? Like at least at least vary it up and leave the chick out. Yeah. And, and I hate that. that that's what really started to bug me about the Green Day shows was the fact that they were becoming more of a performance than a gig than a live gig yeah. it was it was more like was going a, to see a, a musical yeah it was a musical or a play exactly but now Cancer Bats we will be coming to see you on January 23rd could have went a week earlier on my birthday on January the 16th yeah, we're not going to Plymouth yeah but it was in fucking Plymouth and we're like what the fuck is in Plymouth at least Manchester there's a potential of seeing Darren yeah. and Affleck and uh, you've got Affleck and then you'd uh, the weird little shop with Empire Exchange okay yeah we might as well give it a shout out and say we're in it every time we're there Um, you never buy porn in there no <laughs> although uh, unless it's vintage yes the only porn you want to get out there is vintage porn which I did Um, right Wes Craven topped his clogs he did because of the way we recorded last week this would have been in last week's news only so it's coming a little it's it's, it's not exactly hot off the press his body is well cold at this stage uh, 67 years of age he died on August 30th of brain cancer no less but it boy is definitely a I mean people talk about Romero and stuff you know the whole you know, creating the zombies or the the modern zombie that we know and all, but I don't think anybody has done for horror what Wes Craven done, not no. Carpenter, not anything like that. I mean, he has like, created arguably two of the most notable, you know, movie franchise killers, as in Ghostface from Scream and obviously Freddy Krueger from yes. A Nightmare on Elm Street. He's also accountable for the laughable but somewhat notorious Last House on the Left, Hills Have Eyes. Swamp Thing, you know, the, the list goes on. I mean, it's the, the list is the length of your arm. But this boy done for horror, what nobody else has ever done for any other genre, I would say, contribution-wise. Eh, probably not. Well, but, Spielberg and blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, he was the Spielberg of horror, let's yes. put it that way, yeah. He was. But, um... Like, the from the 70s, you have Craven, Cronenberg, Carpenter, and Romero. Yeah, and he was by far the best, best, most creative, most consistent. 
like Craven and, and uh, Cronenberg, their stuff's not for everybody. No, where, uh, especially Cronenberg. Yeah, especially Cronenberg, exactly. Oh, but uh, where, whereas Craven, like I say, it was it was universe. I mean, that man haunted people's nightmares. Like pretty much from 1984 onwards, like he changed the face of horror. Like yes. by, you know, he steered away from the kind of big menacing maniacal kind of killer and all of a sudden you had this little creepy dude running mm. around but there was no getting away from him because he was in your dreams yeah. like it was a genius idea everybody falls asleep so yeah. that's terrifying yeah it doesn't say everybody doesn't have to go camping at camp crystal lake everybody doesn't have to be a babysitter for michael myers to come get you but everybody has to fall asleep yeah. and that's where he got you and that it was just genius it really was and everybody's parents have to kill the local pedo of course they do. Come on, this is really saying like it shouldn't happen. Hills Have Eyes, another great. Um, that the the remake was as good, if not better, which I think he produced. If I'm not, yeah, I'm he probably not did. Mistaken. But um, like I say, just responsible for a lot of the big names in horror movies and the big characters to come out of those movies as well. So a uh, big loss to the genre. Yes. Surprised that fucking uh, Romero outlived him because Romero's looked about 70 <laughs> since the 70s. He's a big old man heading him. Like, he's like George Carlin. He just like looked the same his whole life. So you kind of have to assume he was older than he is. Like, but, yeah, no, some Wes, people are like that. They just look old. Yeah, he's got that old man head, the big glasses and all. But yeah, where's Craven though? Done and dusted. Yes. Freddy got him. <laughs> He fell asleep after 40 years. Yeah, yeah. But it is the, you know, because he does say that he based Freddy off of some... He looked out his window one night as a kid and there was some guy stood outside in a fedora just randomly stood there kind of looking up at him. Yeah, probably waiting for somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chances are it was nothing sinister, but it, it scared the bejesus out of him as a kid and apparently that's what he based Freddy on when that's where he got the whole idea for the fedora. I wait outside people's houses a lot. Well, <laughs> For work, nothing yes. weird. Pants, but, not at ankles. Yeah. But you always look up, because there's always a chance of seeing a topless bird. Oh, yeah. Like It only ever happened once, but you still look well, into it. Once is enough every, to, every to look up you, every other yeah, time. Every window you see with a light on, you look in. Of course you have to. You know, you just drive it. Because, I mean, I always maintain there's an, uh, there's an element of idiot or virus, or not virus, I'm exhibitionist about it. As in, like, mm. if you're going to put on a light inside, what what retard doesn't realise if it's dark outside and you have a light on inside, your yeah. window's like a mirror, you can't see out, they can see in. Yada, it, yada, yada. it might be three in the morning, but there's somebody there. There's always somebody there. I remember there. last year when um, Horndog and Schlinks were over for the UFC, um, the time you went over to London for Monty Python, and we had to call around to, for some particular reason, we ended up in around from the paddocks, I mean, to call around the Horndog's auntie to collect something off or whatever. So myself and Schlinks were standing out on the street. And like that, we just copped this light on in the window across the road. And there was this kid, it was like he was kind of sap. It was like he was kind of awaiting the window. And I would imagine he was on a computer or something just by the way he was there. But it was like he kind of leaned back and he kind of copped us. But like we were looking up at the time. But then he kind of swiftly got out of the window again. But then he kind of all sheepishly, the head came back <laughs> into the window. And then the two of us were still just, we made a point of it then, we're just like, <laughs> two of us just staring back up at him. It was fucking yeah. gassing, but like, the whole duration of when Aaron was in with his auntie, we yeah. waited there and kept this up, like just eyeballing this kid. And it was like each time he looked back, he was expecting us to be gone. And it was yeah. like he was getting more freaked out. Every time he looked back, like, they're still there just yeah. staring over here. You, you've created a, the next Wes Craven. Quite possibly, yeah. So if we find out that some lad now in 20 yeah. years time. Wes old Craven old. 
yeah, yeah. Where's, where's old Mike Craven? Where's an old Craven? Where's old Craven? Um, what you call it? Yeah, if we, if, we, if some kid is and there's two killers, uh, you know, what I mean, that's it. We know this guy. We, I'm responsible. I'm gonna be coming out for for me, me big fat movie check. <laughs> gonna go. I haunted you as a kid, but yeah, a bit of a loss there anyway. Uh, anything else wild or wonderful this week? Yeah. If somebody falls down a well. Bart. Anybody. <laughs> in the I'll get Sting to dig them out. Yeah. <laughs> no, the dog always has to come and tell you, like Lassie or Flipper or which, oh, okay, whatever yeah. animal. Yeah. What happens when the dog falls down the well as well? As um, well as the four-year-old. You put the lotion in the basket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> put the fucking lotion in the basket. Or it gets the holes. Um, who, I mean, really, does this happen? Is this a, is this actually something that happens? In People Mis- fall down wells? In Mississippi the other day, a four-year-old and his dog fell down a 25-foot well. Fuck, and they're still alive at the bottom? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> nice to see a red into this headline. Ooh, yeah. just grabs him. James, the magpie over there. Um, yeah, I mean, because, like, really? Oh, yeah, he was rescued. Wells? He was rescued a few hours later. I mean, I don't know. Are, are wells what we know of wells that fairy tales have shown us? Like, just yeah. kind of brick wall in a circle? Without and, uh, the brick wall, but yes. So, like, you know, little, I'm picturing a like little brick wall, little kind of canopy over and uh, a bucket on a rope. Pretty much, but yeah. <laughs> without without the hole in the ground, without the, the brick wall and the canopy in the bucket. So it's a hole in the ground? Yes. Well, okay. it's meant to be capped over and you meant to have a... Uh, it was meant to be hooked up to your house, according to... Yeah, no, because I do know that there are people out yeah. out in the boondocks here that have, like, they're giving out about water charges because they're saying, well, like, you know, I have my own water, like, you know what I mean? They've obviously got a well, yeah. they've had a well dug on their land or whatever. Yeah. Again, I got to call bullshit on the dog going for help. <laughs> you know, this thing of the anybody... The dog always goes to help and barks at somebody and they say, Timmy, Timmy's in the well? yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I, this I'm gonna say, I, I gotta call bullshit. Did any animal ever save a human by notifying somebody else? Skippy. Yeah, besides <laughs> Skippy, besides Flipper, besides Benji and Old Yeller and all the fucking dust <laughs> shit, ha- has anybody ever been saved by their fucking budgie or their dog or their, you know? Well, possibly the dog came home and the, where, where's Timmy dog? And yeah, well, no, no. that's different. So but Timmy, I, Timmy's yeah, but not I'm, here. <laughs> I'm doubting in this scenario the parents sent Timmy at four years of age out to walk the dog. <laughs> yeah, They're come on, earn your fucking keep, Timmy. Get out there and <laughs> walk that dog. Yeah. Nah. Uh, Dwight from this boy's life would have. Yeah, but this ain't 1950s concrete. This is fucking <laughs> Mississippi and I presume this is recent. Yeah, last week. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's you know, it's just one of them silly fucking things where you're, you're left kind of going, how is this happening in this day and age? How is a kid falling down a well? You know, what, like, why is it it's okay? A, it's a four-year-old out by themselves. Yeah, Molly, yeah the, the, I was just about to get onto this. Like Molly's four, she's just five. And if I lived on a patch of land where I had a well or a ditch or anywhere where there's somewhere they can A, fall down 25 feet or B, end up face-forced and drown, they're not walking around that place on their own. It's that simple. Uh, you know, again, in a situation like this, emergency services should come along Hoist Timmy out, hand them over to social services, and arrest the parents. Because you just, like, it, it's basically, if that kid had a diet, that's a, essentially manslaughter, if you ask me. 
Because nah, that not. kid's not capable of looking after itself. That's your job as the parent. No, no, it's for his grand. <laughs> yeah. Again, this ain't 1950s concrete. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, I was looking at the cinema times for the... the Elusive Rogue Nation. Yeah. Rogue Nation and Ant-Man are on in 2D. And what's in the ice end screen? Um, Cube and Dre. Really? Straight out of Compton is in Eisen's. What could that possibly? Ha- what could that need? I don't know. That the bigger screen, the yeah. louder noise. <laughs> What's it? Three D as well. Get those ca- yeah. caps popped in your ass That's in three D. You gotta hear Easy E trying to figure out how not to actually, get AIDS. Actually, there was um, <laughs> yeah. Let me see. There was a there was a tweet there actually only like yesterday or something like that. I'll, I'll just see if I can get it up here. One second. Yeah, I got it here. It's uh, Mr. O'Shea Jackson himself. Ice Cube tweeted yesterday, uh, happy birthday to the homie Easy E. Legends never die. Clearly Ice Cube doesn't understand AIDS. No. <laughs> or or the mortality of life. Yeah. That bothers me. Like when you die, your birthdays stop. Yeah. Like you there get no, no more birthdays. birthdays. Yes, there's no birthdays, yeah. It's it's up there with people wishing happy birthday to their kids on Facebook. When their kids aren't on Facebook, I'm not about saying, oh, happy birthday to little Jack or something. Jack's yeah, one or two won. or something like that. Yeah. And then all the other idiot masses, you know, follow on that thread. Kind of going, oh, happy birthday, Jack. Oh, happy birthday, little mm. man and all. Yeah, but uh, happy birthday to the homie Easy A. Legends never die. <laughs> so there's, there's pretty much two things wrong with that tweet right there. Yep. Legends do die. Yeah. That's why Craven found out. Indeed. I mean... I gotta argue he's more of a legend than Easy A. He's definitely contributed more in the way of yes. quality movies versus AIDS-ridden dicks to uh, to the world. But he yeah, has. I just I just thought um, only for I was afraid he'd come on, come and pop a motherfucking cap in my motherfucking ass. I was yeah, gonna don't, don't mess with Ice Cube. I was gonna mock Ice Cube, but I figured nah, that boy's got money and time. He could come and find me if he really wanted, if he cared enough. But yeah, sleazy E. Apparently his birthday was yesterday. All right. Happy birthday, Easy E. Although you don't get any birthdays. Yes. You're not getting any cake. <laughs> Nothing. You can sit up and have some clean pussy up in heaven or whatever it is, or whatever it is you believed in, where, wherever you are. Probably hell, really, if he does believe in that shit. Yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, straight out of Compton, we got to get to see that. we got to get to see Rogue Nation. I mean, that's still eluding us for some peculiar reason. Yeah, mostly because you went on holiday. Yeah, it was. That kind of threw a spanner in the works and set us back. Yeah, and now you're going to see Florence and the Machine. I am. Don't oh talk yeah. about it. Yeah, you're going to see Florence and the Machine tours. I shall give a full play-by-play recap next week. Yes. Um, if you're listening to this on Thursday. I am at Florence and the Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could come find me. I'll be the yes. one watching Florence and her machine. A Toronto um, businessman. Hmm? A Toronto businessman who had been running for Parliament has been... Abandoned by his party after what sort of scandal? He's been caught on a camera doing something. Hmm. Shitting in a bin in a restaurant. Close. Whoa. Very close. No way. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. He's, uh, he was a uh, home repair, uh, appliance repair man. Okay. And he was in a house, in a kitchen. Took a piss into a cup and poured it down the sink. Right. Why did he just piss in the sink? I don't know. Uh, Maybe he's a midget. Uh, yeah, he looks like he is... Midget-ish. Well, he's, he'd have to get kneel up on the edge of the sink. Not legally midget. No. 
Yeah, it's one of them things where I remember seeing something like that on, do you remember like one of these rogue traders programs or something years ago? Kind of like a catch a contract or both, yeah. the English version. And like that, somebody had planted a camera and there was a plumber in and he was pissing in the sink. And you're kind of going, there's a toilet right beside you. I, got, I, I could probably get it if you were in some shed or workshop and you had access to a sink but there was no toilet kind of going well look it's all going down the fucking drain anyway I'll throw my dick over here and take a piss but the piss in a cup and pouring down the sink yeah it's weird when there's very clearly obviously going to be a toilet in that house yeah what are you doing that for what sort of weird know. pissing in cup fetish have you got I don't know like, do you not want to talk to these people do you not want to ask them hey can I use your jacks yeah but or I gotta imagine cup? that's more appropriate than A, this or B, you know, pissing in the fucking cup. They just go to them and say, yeah, look, I need to take a piss. Can I use your toilet? Grand, thanks very much. It's um, it's one of those things though where, like, you know, it, it is. Sometimes you'd wonder when they say, like, you know, you'd love to be a fly on the wall. Most yeah. times people are talking about just being nosy, wanting to hear about a conversation or something. But sometimes you would. You'd wonder what goes on behind closed doors or what people get up to or yeah. what they do that's... Now, this sort of weird shit. Like, I mean, whoever thought that like this guy, some politician dude who, oddly enough, that's a weird combination, isn't it? Appliance repairman and politician. Yeah, sure. But why not? Yeah, I guess. Like, anybody who wants to be a politician is too dumb to be alive. Yeah, I guess. Hence, he pisses in cups and yeah. pours and other things. But what has this person got a camera in their kitchen for? I don't know. I mean, are they uber suspicious of workmen? Or is it a Possibly. home security thing that they actually have cameras all over the house? Or I don't know. Because that's another thing that the the, the whole kind of over-securing of things with cameras that have footage that can't be used by anybody to catch anything. Yes, it'll catch a guy pissing in your sink because you know mm. that guy was in your in your fucking yeah. house. But if you showed that footage to 100 people and said, who's this guy? They probably don't know because every time you see something on the likes of crime line, you're like, what is the point of even having that camera eating your electricity for? That video is mm. not worth squat. No. And it's also, it's something else I always notice is the angle, even when you see ones from like driveways and all, the height that's up at, if somebody just has on a cap or a yeah, hose, you can't see them. You can't see them. Like that thing needs to be nearly, mm. uh, I would nearly argue it needs to be fucking weight, chest or waist level nearly looking up Yeah, would get a better shot of the person than this whole, you know, 10 foot in the air up on the wall <laughs> pointing down because you never see anybody on them. Point, absolutely pointless they are but they do catch you if you're taking a piss with no hat on yeah yeah if you've no hat on taking a piss in broad daylight in a person's yeah. kitchen and they know you're in the kitchen well then yeah you're caught red handed well I don't know it's you know you, you just you love just shattering my fate in humanity don't you just, I do uh, one more fate humanity fate shattering story right, a teenager is facing 20 years in prison after allegedly pressurizing her boyfriend to kill himself in a series of text messages. Oh, I've seen a little bit about this. Yeah, there was, it was a, some lad committed suicide, but am I right in saying it's, it's been a while later, maybe months or a year or so later, and somebody came across old messages or texts or something like that? Uh, yeah, it is. Like I said, I, I, I didn't read fully into it. Yeah, I didn't read fully into it, but... Um, Seems a little odd. At least a year or several months, judging by the the ages of yeah. the people at the times. That's what I'm saying. Like, which which it seems a little bit odd. That I mean, can you be charged with talking somebody into killing themselves? Well, apparently, you can. Uh, but like, unless you're fucking what's that dude? And you're under, you know, um, Darren Brown. Darren Brown. Like, unless you know you're claiming to be some sort of Darren Brown, like a hypnotist or something. 
you know, that wouldn't be some massive power of suggestion to have somebody kill themselves. Mm. I if I come to you and say I'm thinking of killing myself, you're not meant to say, yeah, fire away, have at it. But it's not it's not illegal for me to say, well, if that's how you feel, go for it, is it? It could very well be. Um, if you want to pause, I'll uh, send a text message to somebody I know involved in law and see if they get back to us in a couple of minutes. I send away. <laughs> okay, well, we've just consulted with our legal department and the verdict is... Uh, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if uh, like you see somebody floating in a pool, and say it's a child, yeah. If it's your child or your child in your care, then you can be done. But if you don't know the child or the person in the pool, you can't really be prosecuted. Right, well, if they're face down and you're not sure you know them. Yes. Are you allowed to turn them over well, and then turn them back if you yeah, don't know them? Yeah. Or possibly could be, uh, I can't swim, so I'm not jumping in here. Okay. Yes. But, but uh, in, in relation to her, like, kind of... Because, you know, you've seen the text. I didn't see them. Like, is she just talking about it with him or is she trying to actually kind of coerce well, him into doing it? You always say you're going to do it, but you never do. I just want to make sure tonight is the real thing. You can't keep pushing it off, though. That's all you keep doing. So it is saying, yeah, yeah, far away, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that actually seems like she's encouraging yeah. him, yeah. See, because, yeah, my argument would be the difference between ignoring or just kind of going, well, if you want to kill yourself, kill yourself, but, like, I think you're a fucking idiot. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of acknowledging the fact that he's going to do it, but not encouraging it. Whereas, yeah, what you've just read out there is kind of an encouraging thing. But I still don't know if it's illegal, because, like, she's not, I mean, at no point in that is she saying to him, kill yourself. I think you should kill yourself or something like that. She's definitely not saying don't, mm. but... Yeah, but she's also not saying, uh, how are you making a phone call and saying, uh, your son is talking about killing himself. He's really, really considering doing it tonight. Yeah. Like she's not, not stopping him from doing it. And it's not, it's not murder, it's but manslaughter. So it's, it's a different thing. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on this. Yeah, because, you know, I got to imagine that like she hasn't laid a finger on him. She hasn't mm. done anything to kill him. She hasn't done anything to protect him or safeguard him from this or prevent this. But she hasn't done anything to A, cause it, or B, you know, be the actual instigator of his death. Like, by, you know, you know, as in manslaughter would be that you killed them inadvertently by doing something. Yeah, but Charles Manson never murdered anybody. Well, that they could prove. Yeah, that they could prove. But the people... He's in jail for murdering. He didn't murder them, but he sent his people out. He didn't stop them. Yeah, but you see, but again, that's different because, they, and I know it's tricky one to get into, but like they killed people. Yes. She didn't kill anybody. She didn't get anybody to kill anybody. And I have to assume, and this is probably a ridiculous question, but can suicide be considered illegal because you can't charge the person because they're dead? Yeah, I think it was for a long time. Yeah, but so is homosexuality. Yeah. Um, but what to I'm the saying legal is, department. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get back onto the legal department. Um, no, because it would just seem that, like, yes, if it can be considered illegal to commit suicide, well, then, yeah, she aided and abetted an illegal mm. practice. But if it's not actually considered illegal, well, then... But I don't see why... I don't think you could call it manslaughter or anything like that. I think, yes, you could say she uh, aided and abetted. But, it, like, like that woman, remember, who brought... The L went over for euthanasia there a while back. Yes. Like where she didn't kill her, but she didn't do anything to stop her being killed, so to speak. 
mm. you know, euthanasia is different for the person that yeah, generally is op- sick. Is opting for it, yeah. Well, so it's this deal, yeah. just in the head. <laughs> uh, well, we'll keep yeah. an eye on that and see. We'll, we'll try you and know. figure it out. Yeah, much like we brought you there. We we checked back with Atomic Wedgie Guy. We shall check back with a Suicide Text yes. Girl, as we she would be known. Did you read the that underage sex thing I sent you? No, I've just seen the headline. No, that's your thing. <laughs> that's my thing, underage sex. Yeah, you keep bringing that up, <laughs> teachers I'm gonna, and I'm reward pupils. That. <laughs> it, was like, it was like I was in a a, a tweet was reposted earlier saying uh you might want to reconsider the your your words and it was uh the biggest dick winner goes to my stepdad. <laughs> but obviously he meant to be calling him a dick. Yes. But it was just the way it was worded, <laughs> the biggest dick winner goes to my stepdad or something <laughs> like that. No, I just need the headline a thirteen year old boy or something gets canoodled by his teacher. Yeah. Did you read it? No, I sent it to you. Oh, you sent it to me to read. Okay, well yeah. we'll just cut this then because I didn't read <laughs> yeah, it. We'll get back to it next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll check in on the paedophile oh, teacher. Oh, update. Man charged with a... Oh. Man charged with a connection to robbery last Saturday in oh, Takeaway and Tala. Uh, breaking news, people. Breaking Finally, news. our fingers are on the pulse. Yeah, Wes Craven's body might be cold, but we got the hot news about the chainsaw-wielding hmm. chipper robbers. Stop. <sighs> Retarded websites. A man has been charged with stealing... Two grand from a takeaway. Ooh, nice. Last Saturday night. He's been <laughs> ordered not to go within 50 metres of the old Bond shopping centre in Tala. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not to wheel a chainsaw. Yeah. See, the thing that gets me about that is, I, and I know you can't just lock somebody up immediately, there's like due process and all this sort of shit. But, like, why isn't he locked up? I don't know. He's, uh, to sign on daily in Talagarda Station, and he's not let out between 10, a. 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Right. He's not to go near the... He's unemployed, on the social welfare, and he's assigned free legal aid. Of course he is. Yes. This is what's wrong with the fucking country. So there you go. Only one of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Rob, 2,535 from the, t- the yeah. till. So they weren't emptying it early. No. <laughs> Obviously. I gotta imagine oh, that's not oh, on my. If they were, they're doing an they're awesome, doing awesome drag. Well, yeah. I said a tax man is loving this. Going, Hang on a minute, what did they declare last year? Mm. They only declared two grand for a week. This boy took two and a half in one night. Yeah. It's a okay. pizza joint. Right. Okay, well, fair enough. There you go. Hot off the press. Yep. We should keep you posted on his uh, trial date. <laughs> check back the 19th of October. Oh, fuck that. You want to put a reminder on your phone? Because I ain't. No, nah, it'll come up again. I'll, not, I'll notice it as it passes. Right, you are. Okay, then. Uh, so next week we have after... Oh, excuse me. Fucking hell, I was working hard or something. Next week we shall have Afterlife. I suppose I'll probably mention Florence and the Machine. Yes. And We might go to see Rogue Nation. If we get a chance, we shall see Rogue Nation. Not in eye sense, because uh, Sleazy and the boys are occupying that sea. I'm considering going to see the... The lead singer from the Dead Kennedys and his new band. Okay, I don't. But I, I might not. I don't. I. I mean, I know the name, but I wouldn't know the band, the Dead Kennedys. Mm. Like, um, right? We leave it there, so. Yes. Okay. For me, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Jog on. <laughs>